This hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by Baylor Scott & White Health. They're now offering virtual care anytime, even nights and weekends, on the MyBSW Health app. Just text BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408 to download the app today. And now, here's Neil. All right, Stuby, thank you very, very much. And welcome back to our second hour for this uh, Sunday morning. Hope you're having a beautiful beginning to your day. Should be a beautiful day. It's going to be warmer, a little bit. Going to be pretty. Don't think it's as windy by any measure. And uh, so it should be nice. We have two open lines right now. I haven't given the number in some time. So let me move something and I can see the whole number. I covered up part of my phone number on my card. That's not good. I keep a card here because with three different radio programs that I do, I have a different phone number for each one. All right, so it is 800-288-WBAP. That's the part I could see, and that translates to 800-288-9227. That is the part I couldn't see. And Mike Bass is running the boards and answering the phones when they ring and screening the calls to make sure that you're not trying to get March Madness scores. Mike doesn't pay a lot of attention to the fact that TCU is playing Gonzaga tonight. And so don't discuss that with him. He will zone out on you. Let me put that back in place, and we are ready to go. So good luck to the Horn Frogs. It's kind of a lofty program that they're up against tonight. Um, let me do my SPCA of Texas Pet of the Week, and then we'll go to JWN Coppell, the phone number one more time to do it a little more formally, 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. And my SPCA of Texas Pet for this day, sponsored by Sunburst Shutters, is Daisy May. Daisy May is a little ray of sunshine. And just a wonderful dog, an American blue healer mixed with a delightfully, delightfully dappled coat and a charming little grin. She's an older lady at eight years, but she still has a lot of living and loving to do. Daisy May is a find because she is house trained and even knows how to use the doggy door. She's pretty laid back, able to get along well with other dogs, even though she doesn't rush into feisty playgroups. She has a sensitive tummy and some other age-related issues, but they generally aren't too bad unless she gets stressed, and a loving home will help her a lot with that. She's currently in foster care, and her foster mom says she is very affectionate, loves to go for rides in the car, and is great as a walking partner. An appointment is necessary to meet her. Don't forget the Seniors for Seniors program at the SPCA of Texas, where dogs older than seven can be adopted by humans willing to admit they're over 65 because they get their dog for free if they do that. Just like all pets at the SPCA of Texas, Daisy May has been spayed, microchipped, and has had all of her age-appropriate vaccines. She is in foster care, so the easiest way to set up a meeting is to find her profile at spca.org dogs. Click on the Make an Appointment button. The foster team at the SPCA of Texas will handle everything from there. Now, that didn't sound easy. Let's do it again, and it'll sound easier this time. She is in foster care, so the easiest way to set up a meeting is to find her profile at spca.org dogs. So you can do that. You go to spca.org and then the slash dogs and click on the Make an Appointment button. And uh, you're looking for Daisy May. Ah, you need to spell her name. Daisy, you know how to spell Daisy. There's no E in Daisy. D-A-I-S-Y. And then May. There is an E in May. M-A-E. Daisy May. They ought to choose names for these dogs so that they're spellable. Is that a word? Um, The foster care team of the SPCA of Texas will handle everything from there. Browser available animals at spca.org slash findapet. Here we go with more of these long things, but, you know, it makes it easier for us in the long run. Visit spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog or spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. So you can thank the pandemic for all of that stuff because we can't just go out and adopt a dog and take the dog home right away. It's all done uh, through all the URL stuff. Anyway, I want Daisy May to find a good home. She's a, she's a very pretty blue healer mix. They always send photos to me, and 
I'm really rooting for her. So sponsored by Sunburst Shutters. I'm really rooting for Sunburst Shutters because, well, first of all, they're wonderful people. And I like having sponsors who are wonderful people. And it's a fabulous product. And I kind of want to talk about fabulous products. And I got one here. Oh, it's a good one. And uh, these are made of polywood, P-O-L-Y, polywood. Polywood shutters are, well, this, this material was made for shutters. It's, it's, uh, these boots were made for walking. Um, it, it is a highly energy efficient material. It looks like wood, but it isn't wood. It doesn't crack or warp or split or peel. It's color fast, white or off-white. Uh, they can be painted. They can be uh, faux stained. So if you're trying to match something in your house, they can do that for you. And they are fit for the openings you have in your home. Uh, you say, well, Neil, all of our windows are the same size. Well, they were when they came out of the uh, factory, but they were not once they were taped and bedded into the window openings in your home because tape and bed work is not precise. And so that's why Sunburst Shutters measures every window. And uh, the shutters are made for specific openings, third window from the left, whatever. I don't know how they identify them, but it's, it's done that way. They're made and then brought out and assembled on site and put in place. In fact, they actually want you in another room while they're putting the shutters in the windows. And uh, then they say it's time for the, the great reveal and they invite you into the room. And if it goes like it did with Lynn and me, oh my goodness is about what you'll say. I hope it's nothing more profane than that. <laughs> oh my gosh, they look so pretty beautiful we love our sunburst shutters we're 12 or 13 years into having them now and uh, we're still talking like that if you come to our house and oh, wow, those are pretty shutters tell us about them pull up a chair because it's going to take a while here is the contact information oh and they're available in austin san antonio houston waco it is sunburstshutters.com sunburstshutters.com 214-343-2601 uh, they'll give you directions to their showroom if you wish. It's better to have them come to your home. 214-343-2601, sunburstshutters.com. Baylor Scott & White Health now offers virtual care anytime, like right now or later today, or when those pesky allergies are giving you a very real headache. Just text BETTER, that's B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408 to download the My BSW Health app today. And now, back to Neil. All right, Stubby, thank you, sir. Let's go back to the phone lines. We'll go to JW and Coppell. JW, it's Neil. Good morning. Good morning to you. Thank you for taking my call. I have yes, a, an issue issue with my yard. We've lived in this house for over 20 years, and a portion of the yard divided by a sidewalk had St. Augustine. The other side was Bermuda. Uh, the uh, Bermuda was overtaken by weeds, and we had sod put down last year, St. Augustine sod. Uh, the uh, other side was St. Augustine that was established, but something attacked it, and I've been told that it was root rot. And uh, I wanted to know, is it too early in the year to put down a, a fungicide on the side that I've been told has root rot? And then should I go ahead and treat the new sod to be sure that it's not attacked by the root rot? Okay, you probably overheard. Were you able to hear the program while you were on hold? I'm just curious. Uh, I was, but I, the, okay. you, you did bring up something there, and I only caught the, a portion of it. No, that's okay. I didn't know. We were having some trouble several weeks ago with people hearing program while I was uh, uh, while they were on hold. Um, yeah, I mentioned the, the term root rot, and, and that is just such a casual term that doesn't, uh, it's, it's like, telling a doctor I don't feel good it, it's not right. very specific and in the case of root rot it, with St. Augustine the only uh, only disease the only identifiable disease that has those words in its name is take all root rot right. or take yes, all patch and is it is a very specific disease of the early spring of, of April and May uh, if that is when you lost the lawn is that when the lawn died Probably. All right. As opposed to June and July? 
Uh, I, or July hmm. and August. Um, I gotta I, have the right honestly, answer because yeah. the I'll, I'll, yeah I'll be I'll give you the wrong. This is the problem, JW. I want to help you and get you on the right track, but the answer to that question is pivotal. You know, I'm I'm the point guard, and I'm about to throw the ball to somebody, and I got to know what color uniform I'm throwing it to. Well, let's just say <laughs> it's July. Okay, July is not going to be take all root rot. If it if the problem showed up that late, take all root rot is gone by then. That's when you begin to see gray leaf spot, and especially last year. Oh my goodness! Especially, uh, I'm not going to show my hand. I'm going to ask you. Uh, are these areas where it died in full sun? Yes. Especially chinch bugs. We had a monumental problem with chinch bugs last year, and they will always be in full sun. Okay. Is there any chance that it could have been chinch bugs? Let me tell you how they hit last year and why they they went kind of undis, uh, under the radar. Chinch bugs arrived when it turned really hot and dry last year. We had kind of a, a wet spring. And then all of a sudden, it turned very dry, very hot, and the chinch bugs moved into town. They came packed in bus loads, and they got off the bus and started attacking St. Augustine about the time that the, the media started talking about how dry it was. And so everybody was in a frenzy about, oh, my gosh, my lawn's dying of the drought. And in reality, the St. Augustine was dying because of, of the chinch bugs. Chinch and bugs. I, yeah, and so I think that if it was only in the sun, diseases are, are going to be all through the yard, and they may even be worse in shaded areas because it stays wet longer in shaded areas. I'm, I'm not saying that the diagnosis was wrong. I'm just saying that it's highly suspect. And before well, you, let me before ask you put something. new sod in, and a, sure, go ahead. But let me ask you, uh, if I wanted to apply a fungicide now mm -hmm. as, as a, say, a preventative, if, uh, can I apply it now and can I you know, do it to wherever the yard was attacked with some issue to that portion of the yard and to the new sod? That's a fair question. I think it's a little bit early. Let's assume it might have been take all root rot. Um, you may be uh, two or three or four weeks early for it. Uh, I think I'd probably wait until 1st of April, uh, 10th of April, somewhere in there. And and you should know if take-all root rot is involving the old St. Augustine that you still have, the grass will be lethargic and greening up. Uh, you'll see yellowed areas in the lawn. I, I refer to them as washes in the lawn. Uh, just it's It's not... It's not a circular patch at all, but you look over across the lawn, and that area just looks kind of lighter yellow or lighter green than than other parts of the lawn do, and and so that would that would be a really good symptom of take all root rot. And when you pull on on the grass that is yellowed or or lighter green, it comes loose easily, and you notice that the roots are are very dark, almost well dark dark brown. They're not healthy. Uh, okay. It, its damage is almost like grubworm damage. That would be in April or early May, and and certainly right. using azoxystrobin, azoxystrobin, which is in Holtz Disease X. It's the only fungicide that works on on that uh, on that disease. I don't think anybody yeah. else has azoxystrobin in a consumer product yet. Um, can I have you a, can, a, a you can do that, and it wouldn't hurt the lawn. Okay. Yeah, it wouldn't hurt the lawn, and, and so that, that might be. But I would I would certainly learn what chinch bug damage looks like, and I'd watch for that when it turns hot and dry in late June on. Okay. And I have a second question. Because of the weeds that are in the area where the St. Augustine mm -hmm. is has died, and then there are weeds coming up between where the sod was put down, can I put the bonide on both sides of the yard? Hmm. And that's the, um, that's their pre-emergent? It is product. a pre-emergent and pre, post. Pre and post. Emergent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you're, you have yet to put the new sod down? No, the new sod has been down for a year. 
Oh, I misunderstood. I'm sorry. I've, I've had a lot of questions asked of me. Uh, yes, you can certainly put that down. If the On grass both has sides. Been through the winter, first winter. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, I, I was thinking good. you were getting ready to put some more sod down. I'm sorry. I All right. All right. Now, so uh, one last question. I'm sorry to keep you so long. But in the area where the St. Augustine appears to have gone, I'm going to put the bonite on the weeds. But what do you suggest? Do, do I go back and put sod down on the side that the That's grass... what I, Yeah. No, you can't use it right before you put sod down. That's what I was addressing. If you're going to be planting sod, that's what that's. I thought that's what you had said. You don't want to put a pre-emergent down before you plant sod. Pre-emergent weed killers... Uh, including that one and including the, the three that I've commonly mentioned, retard uh, root growth, and you don't want to do that. What, do you, what would You'd I be, do with the bare dirt now? Uh, you need to rototill lightly before you plant sod. Rototill an inch or two deep, and that'll take care of any weeds that are existing at the time that you're planting the sod, and then you just kind of have to grin and bear it until the grass gets established. If you have right, any Neil. weeds like Dallas grass, hear me on this one. If you have any weeds that are perennial weeds, such as Dallas grass or nutsedge, I would eliminate those before you plant your sod. Uh, probably you don't have nutsedge, uh, but if you have Dallas grass, you need to get rid of it before you even think about planting the sod. Uh, so that's the one exception where you would wait until May or June to plant your sod. And you'd, you'd go after the Dallas grass, specifically Dallas grass. And you need, if you're not familiar with what it looks like, uh, learn that one. It's barely showing green yet. But anyway, but, but for just run-of-the-mill weeds, you just rototill with a rear-tine rototiller so that you pulverize the soil. You don't have to go very deep and, uh, and then rake it. I really must get on with a break, but hopefully that'll get you started. I think I've given you enough homework to keep you busy for a while. <laughs> you waited a long time, and, and thank you for that. So good luck with it. All right, let me take a break, and we'll come back and go to Leo and Plano, Jimmy and Valley Mills. Thanks for your patience, guys, both of you. Uh, let me tell you about Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. A lot of detail in my book in the turf chapter about how to do everything we just discussed. It's a hardback with 344 pages, 840 of my photos. I spent a month writing each one of the chapters, the lawn chapter, because 31% uh, of the calls that I have taken in my uh, 40, uh, 45 years on the radio, 45, I had to do the math quickly, uh, have to do with lawns. I keep a log, a record of every uh, call that I've taken, uh, including, there's the log right there, I'm writing them all down as I take them, and I go back periodically and add them all up and, and figure out uh, what they pertain to, and lawns are 31% of the calls. Sometimes in a year, like right now, uh, they're even more than that. Uh, so the lawn chapter, I spent a lot of time working on. Chapter 2 is really a, uh, an important chapter because it's that calendar, 48-page calendar telling you when to plant, prune, fertilize, and protect all the plants that you're growing, four pages per month. Now, for a limited time, I have reduced the price uh, to $36.95. That's the same price as the fifth printing. I am eating the pretty significant price rise in the book just because I'm trying to help people in a time when it's, it's tough economically out there, tough for me. I want a, some cash flow out of this book, and so, uh, you know what, I'll split, uh, split this and just won't take as much on it. Uh, the reason that I self-published the book was so I did not have to answer to committee after committee after committee with a publishing house. I've done that with four other books, and you never feel like you've won a, a battle, and I just decided I want to make my own decisions. Carolyn uh, Skye is my editor, and, and uh, Cindy Smith is graphic designer, and whatever they said trumped anything I said, uh, and, and so the three of us put this book together, but I very gratefully uh, used their help, and, and I did all the writing. Your satisfaction with the book is completely guaranteed, or I'll refund every penny. have not had any request, not one, for a refund in the uh, 78000 that we've sold. You'll get a signed copy. I'll be signing tonight and again tomorrow. Get them in the mail by Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, there are two ways you can order it. It's not in stores and not on Amazon. You either need to call my office weekdays 
uh, during business hours, 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769, or the better way is to order from my website right now, and that is neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. This is so much better than the old cowboy boot book. This is the one you want, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone, leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. When I need tree work done at our home, I call the people I've called for, oh gosh, it's been almost 25 years. That's Arborological Services. There was a time when I did my first ads for them that they had a very narrow corridor in which they did their work. But luckily, they have found some really great arborists. They've added to their team person by person over those years. And now they serve Dallas and Tarrant County, Southern Denton and Southern Collin Counties. I suppose there are companies that would serve a larger area, but they're not nearly as uh, discriminating as to the quality and credentials of the people uh, that they hire. Arborological Services hires only the very best. You can trust the work that they do for you. You know that the decisions they make uh, in the spirit of your trees will be the very best possible decisions. They are outstanding tree experts. They are the experts your trees deserve. Your trees represent the biggest investment in your landscape. Arborological Services will guard your trees and protect them. They have college-degreed plant pathologists, horticulturists, and foresters on their staff, and they have uh, three of their people have been selected as Texas Arborists of the Year. They have 12 International Society of Arboriculture certified arborists leading their crews. The phone number is 866 855-7267. Sounds like a big national firm with just a local office. Not at all the case. They are strictly local. Arborological Services, 866-552-7267, arborological.com. It's Arborological Services. Baylor Scott & White Health now offers virtual care anytime, like right now or later today. Or when a stinging creature or poison ivy has reached out to get you. Just text BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408 to download the MyBSW Health app today. And now, back to Neil. All right. Thank you very much, uh, Stuby. I am going to tell Leo and Jimmy, I, I need to have you wait until after our newscast. We are just so tight up against the news that I don't want to rush either of you guys. If you can bear with me for that, I am so sorry. I, I spent a lot of time uh, trying to give good answers to starting the lawn, the new grass, and everything, because a lot of people have the questions that uh, the uh, gentleman had uh, right before you, and uh, I just really uh, put you guys behind the eight ball and myself too, so please forgive me for that. Uh, Folks, if you are interested in putting out a pre-emergent weed killer, you need to get it done immediately now. I think we have a few extra days of grace because of this cold spell, but that would mean either either, uh, Baylan or Dimension or Halts needs to go out uh, within the next two or three days, and uh, that's just really critical to you. So please uh, don't delay. Uh, That will stop crabgrass and grass burrs. Put them out, water them, whichever one you choose, and repeat the application 90 days later. 
for the full season of control. Remember, these things last about 100 days, and so you need a booster shot later in the spring. All right, if you'd like to call, we have one open line, and that is 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. If you're interested in subscribing to my free electronic newsletter, it is called eGardens, and you can see what it looks like and sign up for it at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com, eGardens. I hope you'll look at it. It's uh, it's a pretty good piece. I think you'll like it at neilsperry.com, eGardens. We'll be back after the news. DFW's News, Talk, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 820, WBAP. And KPLX, 99.5 FM, HD2. A cumulus media station. Trending now. The feds work with North Texas to lower escalating gun violence. I'm Kimberly James at the WBAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com. WBAP first traffic and weather. On the one. Still an issue in Dallas, 35E southbound at Illinois Avenue. Accident blocking two right lanes. Once again, 35E southbound at Illinois Avenue. WFA meteorologist Mariel Ruiz after a cold start with temperatures in the 30s, wind chills in the 20s will warm to near 55 degrees this afternoon with sunshine and a late northeast wind. Most of Monday will also be sunny, partly sunny for the afternoon, a high near 59 degrees. Rain chances return on Tuesday. 38 degrees currently in Dallas and 37 in Fort Worth. North Texas law enforcement now working with federal officials to curb an increasing amount of gun violence. Stephen Dettelbach is the director of the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco and Firearms and recently spoke with the North Texas Crime Commission about gun violence, both nationally and locally. He told me the issue is very real. I see the numbers. There are over uh, 100 uh, mass shootings this year alone. In addition to the mass shootings, over 100 people a day are being killed by gun violence in the United States. Dettelbach took over as director last year and is visiting with agencies across the country about how strengthening partnerships can help reduce violent crime. Clayton Neville, WBAP News. Several law enforcement agencies preparing for the possibility of a Manhattan grand jury indicting former President Donald Trump as early as next week. No charges yet announced. But former President Trump has posted on Truth Social he believes he will be arrested Tuesday. He's calling on Americans to protest. A New York County grand jury focusing on possible charges against the former president regarding an alleged hush money payment to adult film star Stormy Daniels. Once again, 38 degrees this hour in Dallas and 37 in Fort Worth. I'm Kimberly James. Next news update, 10 o'clock. Check back several times throughout your day and stay informed with News Talk 820 WBAP, 99.5 FM HD2 and WBAP.com. Thank you very much. It is worth, uh, it is with a great deal of uh, pleasure I get to recommend to you Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. They've been an advertiser here for many, many years, and we have a Wortham Brothers roof on our house. I am so pleased. We were having some roofing problems. They came out, identified the problems, and immediately made their recommendation. Now, you have to file your insurance claim if you've had hail damage, which is what we had had. And once we got our settlement, then they set out to uh, suggest uh, uh, things that we would want to do, want to consider. And boy, they became a part of the Sperry team. Our roof is fabulous. You'll have the same experience with Wortham Brothers Roof Roofing Company. WBRoofing.com. Let me explain a couple of things. They know some things that they can recommend to you that will repay themselves within very short order. We have continuous ridge vents. I didn't know what those were. And, and they said, oh, you need that because that's going to save on your summertime cooling bills and oh my goodness we could see it reflected from the time we had our new roof put on and they said you need to go to the 40-year high impact resistant you'll save on your insurance bills as soon as we got the uh, got the, the the bill for revised insurance on our house we saw that change they know what they're doing 100,000 roofs you know they know what they're doing they serve uh, the needs of homeowners all across north central texas it's not just in their immediate area you need the best you need wortham brothers roofing company and i recommend them 
ultimately highly. 972-562-5788. Look them up online, wbroofing.com. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company, 972-562-5788. Let them know you heard about them here. Let them know I was just going nuts bragging about them. They deserve it. WBRoofing.com, Wortham Brothers Roofing Company, 972-562-5788. It's the stuff. You behave and you listen to the police, what they tell you what to do. People are talking about. 99% of this stuff wouldn't even happen. News Talk 820 WBAP. WBAP WBAP.com. This hour is sponsored by Baylor Scott and White Health, and I am proud to recommend them to you. This is where our daughter's life was saved in 2005. Is there a better message I can give to you? Is there a better uh, thing on the resume than they saved your daughter's life? Well, they're pretty spectacular people, and they've made it easy for us all now to keep up with our health at any time. They save, uh, they offer 24-7 video visits on the MyBSW Health app. We can get virtual care whenever and wherever we need it, like right now or later tonight. It's a weekend. We can get help on the weekends when allergies start acting up or while we're out out in the garden or when we run into a stinging creature or poison ivy or some other ration-raising plant out in nature. The best part is that we don't even have to stop what we're doing to get the care that we need. So we can stay focused on doing what we love. It's as simple as texting BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408 to download the MyBSW Health app today. Discover the convenience of 24-7 care. Text BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408. Baylor Scott & White Health. Text BETTER to 88408. News Talk 820, WBAP. FM 99.5 HD2 and WBAP.com. Finally, I want to invite you to my website. It is neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. That's where you can buy my book. That's one of the two ways you can buy my book and and really the predominant way that people buy my book. Uh, It also is the place you go to uh, uh, sign up for eGardens, the newsletter I was telling you about just a moment ago. And uh, if you go to eGardens, you'll, uh, the the eGardens spot button on the uh, navigation bar, you'll see that the the most recent issue of eGardens, it is our weekly publication comes out Thursday evening a little after 6 p.m. always with five stories that will keep you really up to date on on gardening in the Texas area and uh, also on my website neilsperry.com you'll see my 1001 frequently asked questions you'll see archived information on rose rosette virus and on crepe myrtle bark scale and other things so I hope you'll look at it I hope you'll use it frequently that's neilsperry.com n-e-i-l S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Baylor Scott and White Health now offers virtual care anytime, like right now or later today, so you don't have to drop what you're doing to get the care that you need. Just text BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408 to download the MyBSW Health app today. And now back to Neil. All right, Stubby, thank you very much. Leo and Jimmy, you will be uh, helped in this segment. I will do no more ads until I've helped you both. Thank you for your patience. Leo in Plano. This is Neil. Good morning. Thank you for waiting. How can I help you? Oh, good morning, Neil. Hey, um, I, grow yes, my tomatoes, I grow my tomatoes and peppers from uh, seeds every year. And this year when mm-hmm. I was potting my seedlings of tomatoes, I usually put them in the four-inch deep pots, the square ones, but this year, I put some of them in the four-inch deep pots, and some of them I put in the six-inch deep uh, round ones. And it just seemed like these, well, I know it didn't seem like it, but the ones in the four-inch pots, they basically grew about twice as fast as the other ones. And all the seedlings were pretty close to the same. They had three or four true leaves, and the uh, roots all looked good. But is, there, is, it a, is it possible to oversize a pot? You know, that you're... Uh, Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. We all have done exactly what you've done. Uh, I did that when I was um, 13, 12 years old. 
Um, we, we try to move plants along too fast, or we, in my case, I got lazy and didn't want to have to do it twice. Um, and, and what happens is the plant is engulfed by all of that soil. The, the world is too big for it, and we tend to overwater them. And, and so they just can't handle the overpotting. And so we, we need to repot them a couple of times and bring them along that way. It's just as bad, though, Leo, to uh, keep a plant underpotted and, and root-bound because they'll stall out and then they have a hard time readjusting and, and regaining their vigor. So it can, okay. it can work both ways. But, yeah, you're exactly right. Okay, that sounds good. So, it, And if I do have a little bit later of getting them in and warms up a little, it warms up a little bit, I can just pot those once they start and they get established and they get good roots. I can put them in a bigger pot at that point, right? That's the way to do it is yeah. put them in four-inch pots to start with and then uh, transplant them into, into, you know, I don't think you need to go to a six-inch pot. You could probably go to a gallon or maybe four-inch pot directly into your seven-gallon pots. That's what I do. I grow okay. most of my tomatoes in containers, and I go directly from four-inch and when I get, I have a friend who raises tomatoes in, in four-inch pots for sale. And uh, this is, he thought he was retiring last year, and, and uh, he's back one more year. And not always <laughs> thrilled with the concept. Um, anyway, it's a different story. i got to see him later today, so I, I don't want to make it too bad. But anyway, I'll take his plants because they are so perfect, and I'll put them directly into seven or probably a 10-gallon pot. Okay. And they go beautifully. But it's that initial thing. If you put a little seedling into an oversized pot, it'll stall out every time. All right. That's exactly what I needed to know. All right. Appreciate your waiting on me. You're very patient. Thank you, sir. Let me go to Jimmy in Valley Mills. Jimmy, this is Neil. You're the other patient guy of the morning. How can I help you? Hi, Neil. Uh, first off, I want to let you know that I have purchased four of your books and I love the way you Thank personalize you. each copy for for the individual I was giving them to. It's for family members uh, that uh, have an interest in, in uh, gardening. Well, thank you. That's great. Glad to do it. And, and I've done so through your How website, and it is easy and convenient through your website to do that. So uh, I'll just uh, Good. Thank put you. that out for, for those listening. Um I have a question about live oak trees. Uh, my son, about four years ago, uh, purchased two seedlings that were grown from acorns from the century oak down at Texas A&M. It's kind of a fundraiser that they used to do. I don't think they do it anymore. And uh, one of mm -hmm. them he gave to me as a gift, and he kept the other, and he let me choose which one I want. One looked luscious and green the other one looked like it had been stressed and i chose the stressed one i thought you know well he's busier than i am i might be able to uh do a little uh more care for it and the other one had to you know the leaves were grayish and smaller and it just looked stressed here we are four years later okay. uh, each tree has about a two two and a half inch trunk one my the one i chose the sicklier one is seven, seven and a half feet. His is uh, eight feet plus maybe tall. His still has the luscious green leaves on it. Mine still has grayish, <laughs> smaller leaves. Is there something genetic? Because I, I, I mean, we identically planted. We live on the same place. Uh, it's, a, it's a farm that I have out in Valley Mills. Uh, we live on the same place and he lives, you know, not more than uh, 200 yards from me. Uh, is there something genetic sometimes associated with plants, even from the same tree? Uh, most, especially and especially live oaks, um, they vary. This is a line that I have used many times. You may or may not have heard me say this. Live oaks vary genetically more than any other tree I've ever been around. You will see some that have a very weeping habit of growth with small leaves. Generally, the weeping ones are, are smaller leaves. You'll see some that have very large leaves. You'll have some that are rounded and, and somewhat upright. You'll see others, like I say, that are almost very spreading and, and weeping. Uh, you'll see some that have a lot of root suckers that come up out of the ground, and you'll have a, a majority that will not. 
and so they do vary a great deal and that look of the foliage is another part of it. Now the sparseness is not. Uh, they, they generally are all very thick, so I, I worry a little bit about yours. The fact that you said this was true uh, more than, let me do some quick math, I'm, I'm dating, I'm counting from February of 2021, the cold uh, winter. Uh, so we're 25 months away. Uh, if you're telling me this looked that way more than 25 months ago, which you did tell me, then that means it's not cold damage. But a lot of live oaks were hurt by the cold that that month, and and uh, they really do look bad because of that. But that's not the reason for this one. I think this probably is genetic. Okay. Let me also tell you that, that let me let me also tell you that having grown up in College Station. And knowing that tree very, very, very well outside the academic building at A&M, there are live oaks within uh, 100 yards of that, probably 15 live oaks within 100 yards. Oaks are pollinated by wind, so it has, it has a, lot of, a lot of male parents that contributed pollen to it. As they say in the, uh, in the dog adoption world, father from a good neighborhood. <laughs> and uh, so you have no idea what what the trees are going to look like and that's why you have that variation uh, if you give nitrogen and water to your tree it's going to be the best tree it can possibly be it may not ever be the same tree as as your son's but it'll still be a beautiful live oak it just may look a little bit different great i, I appreciate that uh, i do want to take care of it and, and continue to grow sure. it here for a while I will. I will tell you a piece of. I'll tell you a piece of irony in all of it. Uh, this dates back uh, 25 years. Uh, there was a time, and you may know this. There was a time that I turned pens as a fundraiser for Serenity High in McKinney, until vertigo hit me in 2016. I had to give it up instantly. But I, I turned about 3,700 pens, and one of the the best-selling woods that I had was wood from the century oak. Um, I, I got some of the prunings. Uh, they had been given to me early on by the man in charge of the grounds of the campus. Um, and as luck would have it, he lives in the house that I grew up in, in College Station. That's just a, a complete quirk of fate. And uh, I asked him, is there any chance? And he said, yeah, we're going to be doing some pruning. I'll just save you some wood. And boy, Aggies are rigidly loyal to that tree and, of course, to their school. And uh, so that that uh, tree has helped a lot of kids the way you bought the seedlings and the way I sold the pens. 100% of the proceeds went to, to uh, Serenity High and, and the scholarship fund. And, and so it's, it's, it, its legacy lives on. So anyway. Yeah, that's, that's well, great. Could yeah, I ask you appreciate your call very, very much. Sure, Could absolutely. Peach tree yeah. I have. Okay. Last year, and it puts on small peaches. They're not real large or anything. And I have a, uh, you know, I, I prune it kind of bowl-shaped, about seven feet. I'm trying to do all the right stuff with it. Uh, but I have a problem with a raccoon harvesting my peaches before I can get to them. Do you have any suggestions to block that? Yeah, I might. Uh, before I forget, though, uh, is this a known variety or a seedling? I assume it's a known variety. I just bought it at one of the big box stores and brought it home. Planted. All right. Why don't you? Are you thinning the peaches uh, when they're about marble size? Do you thin them? Yes. Yes, I do. I, I typically knock the little knotty ones off and let the larger ones develop on. Okay, that's good. They ought to develop to a pretty good size if you do that. You want them to be about five or six inches apart on the on the branches, and that should okay. help the size. That plus water. Uh, if you have the branches up uh, off the ground high enough that the raccoon can't get up into the tree uh, from the ground other than the trunk, you can put a sheet metal collar around the trunk and discourage them pretty effectively that way. Um, raccoons are incredibly uh, uh, clever, and so they'll figure a way. And, of course, if there's any kind of electric, well, I don't know about electric, but telephone cable or anything that goes near the tree or through the tree, then they're going to get on that. Uh, but uh, anything you can do to cut down their avenue of access, but a, you can go to a, a tin shop and just get a, a temporary collar to put around the trunk. That could stop them from going up the trunk. Okay. I had 
terrible problems with them at my bird feeders. And uh, they brought a, a very long, about four foot long uh, feeder down to the ground a, a couple of times. And I would tie it off to the side with a, a rope at night so that they, they couldn't reach out from the trunk of the tree to get it. It was on a bracket. And then they tight roped the rope and went out and got it. And <laughs> so it's just, I have photos of that. So they, they are very uh, uh, inventive. But that would be the, the best thing I could suggest. Thank you. Thank you very much. You bet. Appreciate your call. I enjoyed it very much. Thank you, sir. All right, Debbie and Plano, you'll come up right after the last break of the program. Stay with me. As always, see a question. I'll sure try to help you. Let me uh, tell you now about Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, and uh, hopefully you can uh, uh, benefit from it. I think you might. If you're an avid gardener or if you just want to be a successful gardener and don't want to turn it into the all-time hobby of your life, but you just don't want to have a, a, a problem in gardening, I, I think this book can pay for itself by the end of June. That's my promise to you. If you don't feel that it has by the end of June, I won't, I won't continue to say this until June 20th or anything, but I certainly will say it now. If you don't feel like it has uh, paid for itself, I'll buy it back from you. It's not a problem. No questions asked. Uh, this is a 344-page book, 840 photographs. Uh, it is consumer-friendly. I asked Carolyn Skye, who is an incredible editor, uh, I asked her to, uh, to help me edit this. She had been my editor of our magazine, of my garden calendars, of everything I did for a long time. And I said, would you be interested in doing a book? And she was, and she did, and she did a masterful job. Uh, I tend to add a few words here or there. And Carolyn said, no, this doesn't make sense now. You need to rewrite it and that sort of thing here and there. And, and uh, just made it so easy to read. Um, so thank you to Carolyn Skye and to Cindy Smith, who took 1,000 photos. Actually, I think about 1,150 or something like that, and used 840 of them and put them into the book. And, and so this book really tells the story of how to garden in Texas. 11 chapters that cover every aspect of lawns, landscapes, trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annual and perennial flowers, fruit and vegetables. It's all in the book. Now, there are more than 25 multi-page charts in the book as well to help you make the right choices. Satisfaction guaranteed or full refund. It's only $36.95. That's what a couple of bags of fertilizer will cost you. Maybe not even that many bags of fertilizer. And I sign every copy as it sells. And uh, there are only two ways you can buy it. It's not in stores, not on Amazon. You either buy it by calling my office Monday through Friday, business hours, 800 752-GROW, 800-752-4769, or the better way is at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. As soils go from dry to wet to dry, our foundations are taken along for the ride. Serious damage can ensue. If you're seeing signs of what you fear might be foundation issues, let the experts at Advanced Foundation Repair do their thorough evaluation on your home's foundation. It's free, and if you don't have foundation problems, they'll tell you so. Their work is affordable, and it's guaranteed for the lifetime of the home. Advanced Foundation Repair, 214-333-0003, Foundation Repair. Repairs.com. Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person in McKinney and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. What a wonderful pastor. That is our church. Hope you'll join us. And that's at 315 North Church Street, downtown McKinney. That's actually a couple blocks northwest of downtown McKinney. 315 North Church Street, First United Methodist Church. The 1005, try that one again, the 1005 service live streams at sharingtheheart.org. And then there's an 1110 service as well. So that's at sharingtheheart.org. 
Ace is a place with the helpful hardware folks, local experts who know the right questions to ask to make sure you get everything you need. Once the Ace folks have helped you check off the items on your list, they may have some things on their list that they want to ask you to make sure that you get the job finished correctly and completely. And stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer today. Get a great deal on Scott's Turf Builder Lawn Food for Southern Lawns. 5,000 square foot coverage, sale price $24.99, but you can save an extra $5 with your Ace Rewards card. Pay only $19.99, a limit of two. And by the way, if you don't have an Ace Rewards card, it can be uh, handled in, in 30 seconds. It's as easy as that. And uh, then all you have to do each time is give them your phone number, and you'll be all signed up and ready to save a lot of times over the course of the year. Build thick green lawns in the south using Scott's Turf Builder Southern Lawn Food with the exclusive Scott's All-in-One Particle, specially formulated for southern lawns. It helps build strong, deep grass roots to protect against heat and drought. It improves the lawn's ability to absorb water and nutrients versus an unfed lawn. That's Scott's Turf Builder for Southern Lawns. And uh, it is a great one, and it has that uh, Scott's All-in-One Particle. It's available to you, $24.99 with your, Scott, your uh, Ace Rewards card, but uh, you show them the card or just give them your number for the card, you save an extra $5, and that brings it down to $19.99, limit of two. Ace, Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's a place where you get all kinds of localized help. One more time, Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Once again, join Neil in thanking this hour's sponsor, Baylor Scott & White Health, for offering virtual care anytime, even nights, and Saturdays and Sundays on the MyBSW Health app. Just text BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408 to download it today. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Stubby. We go to Debbie in Plano. Debbie, this is Neil. Good morning. How can I help you? Good morning, uh, I had emerald zoysia sod put down in December, and I think I've heard you mm -hmm. say before that zoysia does not green up until mid to late April, and the grass, right. uh, the sod itself still looks to be dormant. However, I do have some weeds coming up, and I'm wondering how I can safely and effectively uh, treat those. All right. Broadleaf weeds like dandelions and clover, things like that, you can spray. Uh, absolutely, you can eliminate with a broadleaf weed killer spray that's going to contain 2,4-D, two, the number 2, a comma, 4, and then a hyphen and the letter D like in dandelion. Uh, okay. You'll need to read and follow label directions carefully. That's a spray. The grassy weeds, if you have uh, uh, grasses like rescue grass and annual bluegrass, all you can do is, is put up with those until they die away in about six weeks from the heat. And then you'll want to put out a pre-emergent weed killer the 1st of September to stop them from germinating next, next generation. They'll die away soon and, and you'll keep them from coming back then next time. But that's all you can do at this point on them. I got to run. Hey, everybody, thank you for listening. Thanks uh, uh, to Mike Bass for a great job. Happy gardening.